family to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. Thank you for tuning in to our global network. Do me a favor, hit that thumbs up button, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and please share this video podcast with your friends. We ask that you do this because we want others to know we're here. This video podcast is available in three forms, audio, video, and as a written text in order for us to reach our audience. I cite all of my sources on my medium transcript under show and prove. I encourage my listeners to click on the link to my current medium transcript so that you can read my sources in real time and respond when we open up the discussion for Q&A. We're dedicated to discussing controversial issues such as the genocide which is taking place among our youth in our inner cities across the United States. We can't sugarcoat genocide. Although I have little to no support from people in my city in Chicago, I refuse to be ignored. I'm trying to build something productive for the black community on a local, national, and international level. Rakai of Chicago, which is the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, will meet the need of the community and provide quality programs and services to strengthen the black family while improving the black community, all under one roof. We're trying to build a network on a grassroots level. But I, but again, I lack the capital and manpower to turn my vision and plan into a reality. This is why I wrote my revised book and created our virtual store in order to raise funds for our film project. The proceeds from the film will help put me in a better position financially so that I can hire black middle-class professionals, buy office equipment, and purchase property in Chicago, Africa, and the Caribbean. On this podcast, we will promote our films, our business, current news reports, and, and guest contributors during our virtual conferences. Our goal is to grow our audience and reconnect the diaspora with the global African family. Purpose, to educate black people slash African people and others who are serious about solving black issues in America, solving African issues on the continent and throughout the diaspora, as well as to raise funds for our film project, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to, to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcasts and YouTube channels to help them earn 
extra revenue during COVID-19. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services, all for free. Right now, we're trying to turn Gracam into Gracay of Chicago. This will be a multi-purpose facility in the black community, beginning on the west side of Chicago. We will cover Austin, Garfield Park, and North Mondale. In time, we will expand to the south side of Chicago. We will offer quality programs and services, which will strengthen the black family while improving the black community in order to raise our children in a safer environment. The County of Chicago will operate under seven separate functions, which are as follows. A social service component, a spiritual component, which will be optional for secular people, a political component, an entertainment component, an entrepreneur component, a black media component, and a health and wellness component. It's my hope that the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago will become a hub throughout the Midwest for emerging black artists and black entrepreneurs. We also plan on hosting African tours to reconnect the diaspora with continental Africans in 10 African nations and hopefully set up chapters um, during our uh, visits and when we, you know, just go back and forth to those each country. Um, they are as follows, Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, Angola, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, and Uganda. We will also launch Caribbean tours from the, the Bahamas, Barbados, Haiti, Jamaica, and Trinidad, as well as Brazil. Our goal is to raise $500,000 so that I can be in a better position financially to hire a professional black production company or an African production company with quality actors. Without support from the black grassroots and the global African family, I am unable to do my job. I'm calling upon all of my Christian group members in Light of the World Inspirational Group and Christian Spoken Word Network to pray that God would connect me with people who have the means to support our film project. Pray that my revised book will get on the bestsellers list. Pray that the Spirit of God will allow our film project to get fully funded and made in Jesus slash Yahshua's name. I'm encouraging all of my group members to do what you can to help us reach our goals so that we can move from behind the computer, starting with getting our story on the big screen and getting our Christian business up and running in Chicago. Please consider supporting our film project in three ways. They are as follows. One, our virtual store. We provide merchandise such as COVID masks, coffee mugs, posters, handbags, and t-shirts. All proceeds will go towards our film project. Two, through our PayPal page, Kyle Chicago, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago, is a faith-based community advocacy organization. Our mission is to eradicate urban violence in Chicago through art, culture, commerce, and spiritual development. Donations can be used as a tax write-off for U.S. citizens because this is a legitimate 501c3 nonprofit organization. Three, 
You can also support our film project by purchasing my revised book, quote, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, Second Edition, unquote. It's available on my Amazon author page. I provide each website on my Medium transcript under Show and Prove. You can also find each website on my YouTube channel under About. If you are unable to participate on the show, no worries. When you have a, a moment, please watch our latest video podcast or listen to our audio podcast and leave a public comment in the comment sections on my YouTube page and or on my Facebook page about the topic. Most of all, please share my information with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First, watch my video podcast. This is called Side A. After I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines through Facebook Messenger. This is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time either by voice call, by clicking on the phone icon, or by video call by clicking on the camera icon. Today's topic for discussion are as follows. African immigrants wake up call in Ukraine. What have we learned from Ukraine? Our first topic, African immigrants wake up call in Ukraine. I touched on this topic last week. Now we're going to focus on the root problem. From my understanding, President Vladimir Putin has hypersonic missiles and nuclear bombs. It was NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization, which set Putin off. NATO said they would never expand towards the border of Russia, but they did, and now we are here. For me, this is the Cuban Missile Crisis 2.0. The war in Ukraine is not just affecting Ukrainians and Russians. They are a lot of foreign nationals who are in Ukraine. Many of them are African students. Our African brothers and sisters are finding out the hard way that the only thing colder than the weather is racism. These Europeans are at war with each other and yet they are going out of their way to deny African a safe passage out of that region by forcing a white-first policy. Every other race understands that their group comes first except black people, and this is unfortunate. I have been reaching out to black people on Facebook for 18 years about working with me to build our own institutions and businesses. This is why it's taking me so doggone long because of the lack of support from our own people. It's not just limited to African people, but this is a global problem for black people across the board. We get caught up in this individualistic mindset, but when things get real, we come back to our senses. When it was time for people to evacuate from Ukraine, Ukrainians showed African students from Nigeria and South Africa their true colors. The Ukrainian government had a white first policy only. Ukrainian women and children were allowed to get on the trains. Africans 
were not allowed to cross the Poland border. African, African students, some with children, were instructed to walk to neighboring countries like Hungary or R Romania. I have, I have the videos to prove it. They are facing collective threats, but they refuse to regard themselves as anything other than individual nationals. And within these nations, they view them themselves as tribes. The European Union has come against Putin as a group. They didn't fracture themselves into individual countries or separate ethnic groups. Africans in Ukraine are refugees abandoned by their government and hated by these Ukrainians who are pointing guns at them while shoveling them off trains in the middle of a war. If, if the last 500 years of white supremacy, imperialism, invasion, and enslavement followed by colonialism and racial oppression hasn't taught Africans that racism not national, not nationalism is the problem, then I don't know what will. This is all of our problem as black people. Many black Americans don't have a passport to leave the United States of America. If what's going on in Ukraine happened over here, we would be in the same situation. It's about time to have this Gracam conversation. The grassroots community activist movement is a 21st century approach to solving black issues, African issues, Caribbean issues, and Brazilian issues. I'm just one black man with a vision and a plan. It takes a team to make a dream work. And that's what I've been talking about all along. And that's what I'm trying to teach my group members. And unfortunately, a lot of my group members, they, you know, um, a lot of them are just there just to be seen. So, but I guarantee you, you know, once we uh, get this film fully funded and um, we start making money in this uh, business and I'm in a position to hire people and all that stuff and doing all the things that I've been, you know, um, talking about and been writing about, you know, for the past um, 30 years, then people are going to want to come on board. But that's when, you know, we're going to, like I say, this is going to be membership base. I have to see that paperwork. I have to make sure people are on up and up. We want to screen people, make sure that we um, don't have any urban terrorists, uh, pedophiles, rapists, hardened criminals. We don't want those type of people in this type of business. Uh, we don't want corruption. I'm just being real, and so that's where that's where I'm at on this. Pan-Africanism um, um, only practiced in, the, in a few places in Africa. Dr. Kwame, I can't pronounce his last name, but, you know, he was over, the, over uh, in Ghana. He practiced um, pan-Africanism, but not many, you know, African leaders and government in the government practice that. We also have the president of Sierra Leone who is offering people 
of the diaspora who can trace their roots back to Sierra Leone through their DNA test can receive immediate citizenship. And that's a good thing because we are catching hell in America by road cops and by urban terrorists, as well as by these off-code um, black people that keep voting for the Democratic Party. And they're making it very uncomfortable living here in America. And um, because of their um, voting and mentality and things like that, and you know, you can't reach them and stuff like that, you know, a lot of us are just going to have to up and leave because it's not that many of us. Like I say, it's about 2% of the population that thinks outside the box like myself. And I'm grateful, you know, that those are some of the people that support this organization, but we still want to get our story out there so we can uh, get more exposure. And um, like I say, we just do the best that we can to help the brothers and sisters that's here in America. But our goal is to take our talents and skills over to the continent and um, try to get a dual, apply for dual citizenship and uh, use our talents and skills um, in exchange for uh, citizenship in those African countries um, to make um, a better place for Africa as well as for us, the diaspora that's want to come there and uh, try to live there. My advice to, to my African brothers and sisters who are leaving Africa for a life for a better life, please connect with me through my Facebook African group called Rakai of Africa. As soon as I'm able to get our film project fully funded and made, then I will begin launching our African tours. Uh, if you're serious about uh, connecting with me, send me a friend request on Facebook. Include your email address, and I'll send you all the information that you need to know about Rakam and uh, my vision for uh, Africa. We will bring the best and brightest of the diaspora. People like architects, engineers, electricians, and people with um, masonry skills to your country so that we can have smart boots on the ground to help build up Africa's infrastructures such as roads, bridges, power supplies, um, in exchange, again, for our talents and skills, because we want um, citizenship. We, we must have a we're going to fix Africa or die trying mentality. This is my African vision. If you're serious about building up your countries, then, like I say, connect with me, and uh, we'll do our best to make that uh, a reality. In contrast, our satellite communities within the inner cities of Chicago, we will launch uh, international trade with African entrepreneurs and black entrepreneurs in order to improve our black communities in America, starting in Chicago. And I hope that we can make Chicago a model for at least, um, I'm going to say at least five other cities uh, within the United States.
But again, uh, once we get this organization up and running in Chicago and I'm able to sustain myself in Africa, then I'm going to turn the business over to people here in America and I'm going to take my talents and skills to the continent and work with people that want more out of life and we're going to go through that same, we're going to replicate um, the Kai of Chicago, but it's going to be called the Kai of Africa starting hopefully in South Africa. And um, once we get our foot on the ground there, we want to expand it, like I say, the 10 uh, African uh, nations to replicate it, do the best that we can to make life better for um, African locals. But we're going to screen people because I'm not playing about that. And I want to make sure that none of my members will never have to go through this unnecessary foolishness that I had to endure. Somebody had to go through, um, had to uh, experience this, though. Somebody had to do it. And so, you know, I mean, I just want to make sure that um, that this organization will be um, successful and productive. That's why I want to make sure um, I'm in a position where I can hire black middle class professionals. Um, now look at how the Biden administration treated the Haitians um, when they cross the American borders versus how they treat illegal Latino immigrants who cross the American borders. Black people are looked upon as other, as other groups. The Biden administration immediately deported the Haitians back to Haiti. Haiti needs to rebuild Haiti. We plan on coming to Haiti and other Afro Caribbean islands once we're established in Africa first, because we want to make sure we get our foot, our footprint um, on the continent. So that way we can do again international trade with um, our brothers and sisters that here in uh, the United States and vice versa. Um, the majority of these other groups have proven time and time again that they don't really care about us like that. You are in someone else's country. They're not going to prioritize you like they do with their own. We have to have a black first mentality and practice group economics among ourselves. And that's what I want to be able to teach my members. A lot of my members, you know, um, and, you know, it, it just is what it is. You know, my book is, uh, I have it as ebook for $9.99, and it's still not on the bestsellers list, and it's still barely selling. Now, um, some people say, well, you failed Emmanuel as a leader, and I reject that mess. You know, again, people have free will. I'm just trying to connect with other people that uh, think outside the box and want to do something positive for our racial group, point blank. Because I'm looking at it as a group. Not um, just for myself to just get my name out there. The film, yes, it's going to be about my experience, but it's going to also focus on why I created um, Rakam in the first place. Because I wasn't getting a lot of support when I was doing um, street ministry for the for uh, the two years that I did it. I was spending money out of my pocket and things like that, and 
you know, being overlooked and all that stuff. But I'm just saying, I reached out to established black organizations such as black churches and black, and, and established black organizations such as um, the NAACP, um, the, the Chicago Urban League, um, places like that. But all of those organizations that I reached out to, they were all about themselves. And so I was like, dag, let me just go ahead and um, create my own online group and be able to uh, connect with other like-minded brothers and sisters. And that's where it started from. And like I say, I've been on Facebook now for 18 years, and I don't want to remain. Uh, I didn't create these uh, groups just to uh, have groups online. I want us to... Um, interact with each other, which is important, but I want us to be able to um, turn the, the, the vision that God has given me into a reality. I'm not trying to cower behind a computer. Again, I don't, I lack the uh, manpower and the capital. All I have is my revised book and my virtual store. So that's how come I have to do these um, online virtual conferences because, you know, yes, because of COVID-19, but I, you know, I'm on a shoestring budget. I can't go around the country to try to um, encourage people to um, support our um, film project and things like that because uh, I don't have the means to do that. But that's how come I'm trying to use this technology. So that way, this can help speed up the process. Um, so, um, again, God has called me to build, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not just sitting up here, you know, just asking people for donations and stuff like that. I just want people to read my story, help get that book on that bestsellers list, and also that way help, um, help us get exposure. But my group members... Active group members, even if you're not able to come on the show, I mean, I'm mindful that people, uh, you know, you have life outside of, you know, um, cyberspace and things like that. You have families, you have, you have jobs, you have schools. But you can still, when you have the time, you can still um, leave a comment in the comment section about, you know, the, the, the topics. That's all I'm asking. Um, those that, those of you that uh, have the means to purchase my uh, revised book, please do so, or purchase items from my virtual store. Please do that, or give direct donations through our PayPal page. That would be a, a, a help as well. But bottom line, this is all that I can do. I have done all that I can do on my end. I can't do everything. And I'm serious about this stuff, what I'm talking about. I have all the paperwork, you know, for uh, the nonprofit and everything, but I don't have a physical building. I'm being open and honest about that. I don't have any employees yet because I don't have the capital to pay anyone. So this is where we are. But again, um... I'm trying to use my show to broadcast what's going on. Um, 
to not just um, focus on myself, you know. I mean, people, if you have your own, um, if you're a business owner, make arrangements with me to come on the show so you can promote your business. If you have a ministry and you want to share the word of God, make arrangements with me to come on the show to share the word of God. I want to do the same thing that I'm doing online in my real business. I want to give everybody an opportunity to shine. Um, now, in contrast, Sandobar has allowed 1,000 Ukrainians to stay in hotels for free while Africans are being discriminated in Ukraine. Don't take my word for it. Just go to my medium transcript and scroll down to show and prove and watch the video. That's not cool at all. But see, this again, this is that off-cold stuff. You know, because our people, you know, it's just, it's sad. You know, on one hand, our brothers and sisters are being kicked off trains, especially what really bothered me the most is seeing a, a black woman hold her um little child in her arms and he was and they were and they were freezing it was very cold so that really bothers me and I hate to see our people suffer like that but yet in Zandabar um, Africans are allowing um, the Ukrainians to stay in the hotels for free and it's just horrible just really horrible all right um Leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube channel. Most most of all, please share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our second topic, what have we learned from Ukraine? It broke again. Um, as I was saying, um, I was sad to hear 